0: Hey guys, this is My leak. This is the My Taught you Podcast. And this is the fifth and final installment of our um, business series for the entrepreneurial, brought to you by Fresh Our sponsor, Fresh makes really, really easy to use cloud accounting software that helps us entrepreneurs deal with all the paperwork we don't have time to deal with. Um, and by paperwork, I mean things like formatting and sending invoices, making sure you get paid on time, and keeping keeping track of receipts and staying organized for tax season. Um, you know this, I used FreshBooks several years ago. And when I look at it now, I see how it has evolved so much. They definitely turned a good thing into something really great. You can invoice, you can track your online payments, and they even give you some insight. So if you would like to try and see how easy FreshBooks is, you can just go to freshbooks.com slash mytaughtyou and enter mytaughtyou in the how did you hear about us section um, let them know I sent you. So once again, that's freshbooks.com slash you. The topic today is business breakups. Um, I spent some time wondering sort of like, what would I talk to you about? Um, as we wrapped up this series after we kind of went over those really intense rules. And I think as I was thinking about it all week, you know, I thought about why not tackle, probably one of the hardest things I'm certain I have ever dealt with as an entrepreneur. Um, Breaking up in business is very difficult for me Um, as it is, you know, personally. I think that, you know, many business people take the approach that it's just business and in many ways um, it is just business and you have to remember that. But over time, um, once you've spent one year two years five years with someone Um, it is not uncommon to have moments where um, you share personal things and you develop somewhat of a personal connection and um, the goal is to try to keep you know those things from getting murky you know I always struggle with that because people will say well you want to keep that sort of iron curtain up but when you are doing good business, um, the deeper the connection, you know, typically the better you can understand the person and coach them and guide them along. And, um, when you're a passionate person, your sort of emotions and, um, vulnerability show. So, um, that part is tough, but excuse me, no matter what you do in business, there will likely be an end to the working relationship and endings are hard. Um, whether you're breaking up with a client or a partner or even employees, it's going to be difficult. Um, I want to walk you through some tips to break up um, in business without losing your mind. So. The first thing you want to do before you enter any sort of deal with another person, be it partnership, employee, client, is imagine the end first. Um, it's exciting in the beginning. And all you can think about is how well you're going to work together and how amazing this person is and how excited you are to be working with them, working for them. Um, but you have to set everything up in such a way that you keep the end in mind so a part of keeping the end in mind is a paper trail you want to get every single thing in writing um as much stuff as you can think about and I'm sure if you're a new entrepreneur like I was and I still consider myself a little bit new at this um it's easy to sort of, you know, do so many things on a handshake, but you know, if you want to protect yourself and make this stuff easy, because like I said, I don't care what side you are, if you're the client, if you're the employee, if you're the provider, uh, things will end. So you want to get everything writing in writing and keep everything printed and stored, even when things are going well, because this is the time when you're going to need such things. Um... You want to think about documents such as non-compete agreements and you can just go to Google and get plenty of templates for a non-compete agreement, but a non-compete will keep someone from, um, a non-compete will keep someone from coming and working from you, learning the way you do everything and essentially starting another business just like you. And so the uh, to give you the exact terms for it uh, in contract law a non-compete clause often called an NCC uh, is a clause under which one party usually an employee agrees not to enter into or start a similar profession or trade in competition against another party usually the employer so you want to make sure that you have your non-compete in place And you want to make sure you have your non-disclosure. Anybody that works for me has to sign a non-disclosure agreement, also um, known as an NDA, um, also known as a confidentiality agreement. Um, People who work for you are going to probably know a lot about your personal life, maybe because, you know, for us, us entrepreneurs, like kind of like our work is our life and our life is our work. Um, it keeps them from sharing any proprietary information. The way you do things, you know, if you have a super sexy and hip way of doing things, they can't share that, and um, they can't share any any trade secrets that you may have. So an NDA protects um, non-public business information. So anything that people can't find out by going to your website or um, what, listening to interviews, if they share that they can get into trouble so I always want to make sure that you no matter who you work with um, across the board you want to have a non-compete in place if they're employed by you and you want to have a non-disclosure a non-disclosure in place um I want to like bust a myth first about breakups uh just because you're breaking up doesn't mean it has to be bad you know and if it's already bad, we'll talk about that. But like you get to a point, you may have gotten to a point professionally where it's become pretty clear to you that this person, you and this other person just simply are no longer gelling. You don't have the same visions, the same goals, um, or they have sort of become, you know, like you think about, infidelity in, um, romantic relationships, there's a thing as business infidelity also where maybe they are looking around at other opportunities without telling you, or may, you know, not keeping the lines of communication open and saying, you know, Hey, I'm no longer happy, or I don't understand this or whatever, or, you know, you just, you just never know. So, um, just because you find yourself in the midst of a breakup doesn't mean it has to get ugly. Um, The first thing I think you should do is have a licensed third party talk the two of you through things um, if you want to. And just know that just because you hire a counselor or you have a mediator doesn't mean that you're trying to get back together or make the relationship work. Um, Mediators and counselors are also helpful, um, at, at help helping you healthily dissolve relationships or dissolve business relationships. So it doesn't hurt to have someone do that. Now, if things get super ugly and lawyers get involved, you have to remember that lawyers are in business and they want to make money so the longer you're fighting with your partner the more every they get paid both sides so you want to make sure you keep your emotions low because even if you decide to sue someone you're still going to pay that attorney to do that and even by the time you win you likely will have spent whatever you made paying them so i think that mediation and counseling um, is a great place to start um Something else I think that you should do is get crystal clear on why it's ending for you. You know, I wouldn't worry about them so much at this point. I would really start to write out the reasons why it is no longer working for me. Um, These things are no longer working for me, period. You know, write it out. Something else that I want to recommend that you do when you're going through a business breakup is to slow down the communication. Um, I think that when people get angry and they get upset, um, the first thing they want to do is like write something or say something or text something. And I have found by going to uh, occupational psychotherapy that like it's okay to slow the communication down when the emotions are high and fast. So someone contacts you, your partner, your whoever, your employee, your former, your former anything, and someone contacts you, it's okay to sit on it for a little bit. You know, Um, I remember during my first year of therapy, my therapist was like, you know, Malik, I want to give you a gift. And I'm thinking like, really what and i'm like well what gift do you want to give me and she's like i want to give you the gift of let me think about it and that gift has been that gift has been gold in my life because it really has slowed me down from overreacting um it has slowed me down from overpromising and just because somebody hits you first emotionally doesn't mean that you're obligated to respond because thinking about it is okay. Um and sometimes you need a day, sometimes you need a week um to respond. And I used to think like if I don't say something back then I'm going to appear weak. Um or if I don't say something back I'm going to appear passive aggressive. And then I just decided, you know, if I don't say something back it's because I am um protecting my my soul, you know? I'm protecting myself from saying something that I will later regret. I'm protecting myself from unnecessarily reacting to something that has nothing to do with me because a lot of times when people are on edge and say things about you, they don't have anything to do with you. So slow the communication down, you know, turn it turn it down, turn the volume down, slow your pace down, um and just take your time as you're breaking up professionally. Uh one thing that I think Uh, more than one thing I want to help new entrepreneurs think about how to hire the first thing you should do is consider whether or not these are things that you can outsource Um, I think that we get so quick to hire we you know it's it's having employees seem sexy and it's a good look and if you're like me I love hiring because I love putting money back into the community. I love um, I love helping young women who look like me sort of like get ahead. And so who look like me, who don't look like me, meaning look like me in the sense of maybe they maybe they wouldn't have gotten a chance. Um, I like to give people who wouldn't have gotten a chance a chance. So think about. Whether or not this is something that you really even need to hire somebody for, you know, hire somebody on permanently. Maybe it is just these are all contract positions. Um, Another thing is that getting referrals from friends um, and advisors is a really good way to find people. So you can just send out a bat signal to your peeps and be like, hey, I'm looking and see what they have. Um, If you are a smaller organization, which a lot of um, entrepreneurs obviously are it's easy to start to get consumed with trying to get someone with big business credentials and people with big business credentials typically are more, more accustomed to the sort of corporate structure with a ton of rules to follow with, you know, sending an email, sending, you know, there being 15 steps to handle things. And I think that people who are used to being in a smaller organization, um, are used to dealing with a great deal of autonomy and they don't require a lot of hand holding, like, you know, smaller business, I'm a small business. You pretty much got, you have to be insanely mature, um, and be able to sort of guide yourself and figure out what you need to do without, um, a ton, a ton of babysitting because there's really just no time. And so, um, that, those are all things to keep in, in mind. And sometimes in smaller organizations, there are often no set jobs, you know, like you may have a loose job description, but everybody does a little bit of everything. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. Resources that I'd love to give you because you want to make sure that if you have contractors, they have a 1099. Um, if you are hiring legitimate employees, you should go to the IRS.gov. GOV and make sure that, um, they can work. Um, you just want to make sure that you do your full due diligence in this space. Um, and there's this saying that a lot of entrepreneurs uh, talk about hire slow, fire fast. Um, I, I, I agree with it because if you hire slow, after you've sort of let someone go or you've got written gotten rid of something or someone or you get rid of your partner say you decide to dissolve things with your partner sometimes you find that you really don't need to fill the position again right maybe over time as your business evolved um, you guys can sort of do things without that person in place and everybody can pick something up um I think that you know, hiring slow allows you to really assess whether or not somebody may be a good culture fit, you know, just because somebody has great credentials doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be the best fit for your company. Um, when it comes to firing fast, the moment you realize, and when I say fire, I mean, just like ending, dissolving any kind of relationship, business relationship that isn't working. The moment you realize that someone isn't a good fit, chances are six weeks to two months six to eight six to eight weeks have already gone by with this person not being a good fit so by the time it hits you you're already too late so you don't want to spend any more time um vacillating over that so just remember that by the time it hits you like you know that minute where you you look and you're just like dang this ain't working By the time it sinks in your head and you you go through denial and you go through the sort of like the heartbreak of it, um, it is now, it has now been going on for much longer than it needs to. So that is why you need to clip it fast and procrastinating about um, bad fits makes, has the potential to make your team lose faith in you because You are a leader and people are looking at you to lead. And if people know that um, at any point someone can walk all over their leader, uh, then that sets them up to potentially do the same. And that's just not the thing, the sort of thing that you want to have. Another thing you have to remember is bad actors spoil a team. So bad, um, bad clients, you know, when people see you know clients treating you horribly you know it's just difficult for people to respect you but if there's somebody who is a bad actor and they're being disrespectful and they're being rude they're being nasty um, they aren't doing what they're supposed to do they're making excuses one bad apple spoils a bunch which takes me to your team is only as strong as its weakest link so it doesn't matter what position that person is playing on your team. You are only as good as the worst person on your team as your weakest link. I don't know about you, but I don't want any weak links on my team. So the minute that somebody is weak, uh, they have to go. So that is something. Uh, these are things that you want to keep in mind as you're ending dissolving things. And always remember when someone resigns meaning if your partner decides to terminate if your partner decides to terminate the deal uh you know prior to like there's no file out this person just decides to end it same thing a client decides to end it or an employee decides to end it make sure that they turn in a resignation letter because you always just want, remember we talked about that paper trail. You ever want that person to come back and say something that wasn't true, saying that maybe you ended it or maybe it was something else. If that person um, ended it, you want to get that in writing as well. Now, quick tips for moving on. Um, Just like any breakup, remember that is not your fault. Things just don't work out all the time. One of my favorite stories about things not working out is a girl goes into a shoe store. She wears a nine. Um, I wear a nine, by the way. <laughs> she wears a nine and she sees like her most favorite shoe in the whole wide world and she asks for her size and they say this only comes in a size eight, in a size 10. She tries on the eight, it's too tight. She tries on the 10, it's too loose. And just because that girl's favorite shoe doesn't come in her size doesn't mean she's never going to wear shoes again just because you love it. um, And it's not the right fit. doesn't mean that you'll never wear shoes again, even though it seems like the perfect thing you life will go on. You may have to wear an older shoe for a while until you find your next favorite shoe, but you don't ever have to go shoeless just because of that. Remember that Um, you're going to find someone better to work with trust me when I tell you that or you'll realize that you never really needed needed anyone in the first place so I want to say that again because I tripped that up you'll find someone better or you'll realize that you never really needed anyone in the first place a lot of times when we start businesses we don't believe that we can do it ourselves we believe that we need someone else to help us um, get this thing off the ground or whatever. And that's not necessarily the case. And sometimes that's what the breakup is there to help you realize. And the final thing that I want you to remember is that you will only learn by doing. So even if you made a mistake, even if you picked the wrong person, even if the person you picked turned on you in a couple years, remember I said, that's not your fault and you're going to move forward knowing better. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast business series i hope you've enjoyed fresh books i love fresh books freshbooks.com backslash my taught you thank you guys